0: Hi, this is Rob Wilson, and thanks for joining us for uh, this week's edition of the Employee Go HR podcast. With me, as usual, is my partner, Scott Wilson. Hello. Our vice president of HR, our in-house HR expert, Jason Eisenhut. Hi, everybody. And Nikki Navarro, working the board. You know, this Saturday, April 29th, marks the first 100 days in office of President Donald Trump and uh, it's been covered across the media of how how is he doing. Our our topic today is what effect has he had on small businesses and how is he helping small businesses in his first 100 days?
1: Yeah, that milestone of 100 days was established back in 1933 by Franklin Roosevelt to kind of mark and evaluate his performance during the first 100 days of his presidency related to how are we going to fix the Great Depression, how are we going to get out of the Great Depression, and he had a slew of activity from 76 pieces of legislation passed and 15 major bills during his first 105 days. So at that point, 1933, is that's where we set the, uh, the 100-day mark. And I think presidents like John F. Kennedy said, I don't like this evaluation. It should be longer term. But generally, between the media and the presidents, it's it's been a good point to evaluate
0: at least discussion topic.
2: Well, and it shows what direction he's going to go throughout his presidency in right. most cases. It's
0: and some have been, over the last few presidents, some of uh, the media has made bigger issues out of it and uh, or smaller issues. This this year it's obviously a bigger issue because the, you know, the, the media is not really a fan. Right.
2: And he campaigned on all that he was going to do during those first 100 days and actually first day in office. So he kind of laid the groundwork for an adversarial relationship with the media. So it's...
0: So, in comparison, he's uh, he's had a pretty active first 100 days. He, uh, according to uh, Jason's notes, 13 Congressional Review Acts.
1: Yeah, and that's that's more than any president I believe in history.
0: And uh, 34 as of this morning, 34 executive orders. But they they you know, between now and Saturday, I'm sure there's going to be a few more signed.
2: I would think, yeah. The uh, and
0: you know, as we ta- as we talk about how that relates to small businesses, the Congre- Congressional Review Act, some of those. Are uh, uh, you know are good for business? They uh, one of the one of the uh, items that he enacted was he repealed or overturned the Department of Labor's regulation that wouldn't allow states or departments to drug test for unemployment benefits. So now that uh, that's been overturned. There's uh, also he did the uh, the the uh, Dodd Frank Act. He's uh, reversed some of that for the Security Exchange for overzealous transparency did a labor blacklisting rule uh, for uh, disclosures on federal contractors. So there's been a variety of uh, of, uh, of issues, some that won't help small businesses, like uh, there's been some hunting, there's some land use, hmm. uh, coal mining. And the privacy of uh, Internet being in the IT
2: world, that really companies that are your Internet providers then can sell all of your data. Right, Which... You know, not a, right. personally, not a fan of that, but scary. yeah, so a, a little, too uh, much big brother, not by the government, but by the uh, actual providers.
0: Right. So. He uh, and one of the executive orders he had was to uh, to limit the, the the spending by the federal government on, a, on enforcement of Obamacare because uh, it was a big big part of that campaign was to uh, obviously appeal the Affordable Care Act, but a, a large part of the uh, of the act was the increase of the IRS agents to for the enforcement of it. Mm-hmm. So they were spending millions on uh, hiring like 30,000 or 50,000 right, new to IRS it. agents to enforce it. So you'll see some changes there.
1: Yeah, and, and related to the Obamacare, I think although the Republicans proposed American Health Act, the Obamacare replacement bill has fallen. They just didn't have enough vote support. They pulled it from the vote. The The kind of consensus out there is they're going to keep trying. They're going to keep trying either to create a new bill, amend it a little bit to get the right, either far right, far left proposal and support for
2: it, and hopefully there's going to right. be... Right, you've got the Freedom Caucus, and then right. I forget what the other caucus is, the Tuesday morning caucus where it's, you know, you've got ultra-conservatives versus kind of moderate conservatives, and then you've got liberals where they don't want anything to change except for improve it, so it's...
0: It's a lot of work, right? So, where it's at as of today is that uh, last night the uh, the Freedom, Freedom Caucus, Caucus presented the bill, the new bill, to the Rules Committee. So they're talking about a vote Friday or Saturday. So they didn't release really much details. There's no change in in, uh, in the uh, preexisting conditions. The biggest change is that they're adding more state rights, so a state can say can make changes on a state-by-state basis. Mm -hmm. Uh, If the state wants to change something on on, on pre-existing conditions... They have to. The state has to have a state fund in place where someone can get covered for those pre-existing conditions. Correct. So we'll see what happens over the next couple of days because it uh, it's out today. It's going. It, and I'm sure it's, by
2: the time we post it, it's going to be completely different. <laughs> the way uh, how a lot of negotiations. Right? Yeah,
0: but and it's the great thing about Nikki Navarro's editing skills is he'll have, <laughs> he'll have this <laughs> right. out on the air before you know it. Right. So uh, one of his biggest one of his biggest accomplishments so far, the first hundred days, is uh, Supreme Court
1: yeah neil gorsuch appointed or appointed and confirmed so i think generally um i think he's going to be good for business good for the u.s um although he's a conservative appointee he um, generally i think is considered to rule fairly in a lot of different judicial proceedings and laws that he's worked on before so um yeah that was a big win for the, the trump administration
2: and there's quite a few justices, too, that are in their 80s that I think over the next four years... There might be more. Well, there might be there, more. Well, there's talk of I one think histori- this summer. Yeah.
0: This, it just was leaked a couple weeks ago.
2: Historically, I believe every president's done at least two. So, But given the age of the advanced age of the court, I think you're going to see more at least two, if not more, possibly in the next four years.
0: And also uh, another nomination was uh, Alexander Acosta, U.S. Secretary of Labor. So that was a a good win, I think, for businesses.
1: Yeah, and although the vote's still pending, it's not definitive, but the general consensus is that he'll he'll be appointed and confirmed. Uh, He doesn't have a ton of Democratic opposition. In fact, some of the major labor unions are are coming in support of him um, and voicing their opinion that he would be a good Secretary of Labor. So I think all signs are pointing, though, although it's going to take some time,
0: he'll be appointed and confirmed. Mm-hmm. Right, which could help uh, businesses on the uh, the National Labor Relations Board. Yeah, he has experience with the NLRB.
1: He'd be, a, um, again, although he's a conservative, I think uh, he'd be a good middle of the road, probably airing or voting more on the side of businesses, but um, not ultra-conservative, ultra-fair right, far right.
0: So let's move on to workforce. What, uh, how's Trump? How do you rate Trump on on the workforce side? Uh, so,
1: on, at least on the stock market, it looks like the stocks, the Dow Jones, Nasdaq, all of it's been going up since the November election. I think the general feeling is that he's going to be good for business. Um, Ford pulled their decision to move a plant to Mexico and spending one point six billion to move, build a new plant in Mexico in favor of a, a seven hundred million expansion of an existing plant in Michigan. So, um, his his uh, vo- his opinion and his stance on bringing more jobs to the U.S., more labor jobs, skilled worker, I think is going to be really showing off and, and proving that it'll, it'll build a
2: workforce. And along the lines of uh, the stocks, uh, there's the fear factor index, which they ask investors how fearful are. This is, the I believe, outside of before the 2008 crash. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the lowest fear level if there's been in an investing standpoint. Wow! So it's a good thing, but also one of those scary things because it was the last time it was this low was before, you know, the bottom dropped out. Right.
0: So It'll break 21,000 this week. Mm. It, yeah. it was at 20, 20,009 something yesterday, so... I can't see it not breaking 21,000 this week. So
1: one point that will be interesting is related to this, these skilled workers, the the blue line, blue-collar, gray-collar workers, is if we have a, a shortage of these kids that are going to college and not going into the apprenticeship programs anymore, mm-hmm. everyone's trying to. So are, do we have enough people in the U.S. as baby boomers get old and retire? Do we have enough backfill to fill these type of jobs if we want to bring more of these jobs back to the U.S.? We'll see if
2: how that's going to work right. out.
0: Right, on the, on the skilled labor, it's a you know, great example when you look at, like, cnc operators
2: right and that, that's a position that for years have been difficult to fill and right. there's just not a lot of cnc operators
0: uh to fill all the positions so at least that here in the midwest right so also april 18th you had president trump had signed the buy american hire american executive order which uh which should be good for business
1: Yeah, so I think the attempt there is to limit the number of H-1B visas that are given to foreign workers to come to work in the U.S. Again, kind of the point there is have increase increased the U.S. workforce. If there's a U.S. citizen that could do the job, why don't we have that person doing the job instead of bringing someone
2: outside the U.S. to do it? And a lower wage, too. Right. And that's where, with this act, I would think that from a Democratic standpoint, even though I know it's tough for them to support Trump, if you can raise American wages by hiring americans opposed to bringing someone who's educated which it's great to bring educated people into the country i'm all for that but to bring them in to pay at a lower level and historically you do see that in areas like silicon valley and things like that you know maybe pay some of the you know trained people here and actually they're, i think they're even going to put uh credits towards if you are an immigrant and you're in college and go to college in the us you get preferential treatment over someone just bringing him over from another country interesting
0: I was in Milwaukee earlier this week, and they were very excited with Trump's announcement that he uh, he's imposing a twenty percent tariff on milk from Canada. Wow so it's, uh, it's oh a, sure it's a big it's a big industry in in Wisconsin and uh, it puts them on a more level playing field yeah so the uh so, so overall workforce is you know off to a good start. So we, we kind of touched on healthcare al- already. We'll uh, yet to see that uh, that might be depending on what happens this weekend. That might be. Well, our, then the uh, other big variable is going to be
2: he announced the uh, what is it a fifteen percent tax for corporations.
0: So right. It's going to be. So we'll you know, jump. We'll jump to. Uh, I'm just thinking uh, time wise. Uh, so uh, we'll all right. So we'll jump to uh, to taxes. A uh, big announcement this week was his new his new uh, tax reform rule so on on tax foreign he 's proposing three different uh, tax brackets now ten twenty five and thirty five but, but as Scott just alluded to the the biggest benefit for businesses is going to go from thirty five to fifteen percent right and on what he 's doing that's uh, is he 's simplifying the tax code, he wants to take that fifteen percent. And it'll apply to sub S LLCs and C corps, which is a huge change. So for the small businesses that you you run your business on retained earnings, mm-hmm. you're not you know your your business is making money. You own the business. You're not taking the money out because you're running the business. Right. With that, you're right now you're paying an inflated an inflated tax rate. This will drop your tax rate down to fifteen percent, which would be a tremendous win for for small businesses. And hopefully,
1: that results in reinvesting in your business with infrastructure technology hiring more employees building your workforce so hopefully we'll see an increased
2: uh, benefit there too and one of the pushbacks that they're talking about this morning um, was that it sounds like they might be exempting property tax writing that off from your federal standpoint so that's where you're going to see from a democratic side a strong pushback sure
0: to a couple other points as, as we're running out of time is uh One of his campaign promises was to repeal the estate tax, so that's in his tax reform bill. He uh, he would eliminate that, and also he would eliminate the 3.8 percent Obamacare tax that's on top of Medicare. So anybody that uh, is making 250, which on on small business side right now would apply to to your retained earnings, Mm -hmm. 3.8 percent tax there. He's also there's everyone has talked about the trillions of dollars overseas. It's really this is really for for large benefit benef, large company benefits, but they would uh, there would be a one time tax if you repatriate that some of those three billion dollars that are overseas. 1000000000000 trillion. I I, I'm sorry, so, three yeah. trillion. Right, three yeah, trillion dollars. The uh, the benefit for small, small businesses are you're going to have large companies with a big infusion of of cash. So are they going to build more? Are they going to expand more? Right. Uh, there's opportunities for small buy more you know, equipment. Right, so there's opportunities there for small businesses uh, once you know you've got an infusion of three trillion dollars into the economy. So, it uh, but it just came out, so it uh, nothing's passed yet. But it, uh, I, I think it's I, you know, if he can get most of this through on the tax bill, it'd be it'd be great for small businesses.
2: Right, really, it's almost it'd be interesting to see like do the first 200 days follow a podcast, see what's changed from this 100.
0: Right, we're still waiting. A couple other topics we're still waiting on on the uh, on the HR and small business side is the the paid leave. He spoke about paid leave uh, in the campaign, but nothing's happened yet. The overtime rule, fortunately, it was suspended last year before it went into act. We're still waiting on that. Minimum wage, we're still waiting on some direction there. He he had spoke during the campaign about raising the uh, the minimum wage. So, we've got a few things still, but like the big variable is going to be Korea and uh, things like that, so that you don't know what's going to happen with that. So, right, so we'll have to check in on the first 200 days. (laughs) Stay tuned.
2: Well, any questions, uh, please feel free to send them to hr at com, and you can visit our website at www.employco.com. We're on Twitter facebook uh really you can post any questions there and we'll put them into our future podcast
0: thanks for joining us and uh, downloading our podcast we uh we look forward to uh our next podcast in the next few weeks thank you thank you